Ladies and gentlemen, now hosting the Rizzo cast, put your hands together for Steven Risotto. What is happening, everybody, and welcome. This is episode number 113 of Rizzo cast. I'm Steven Risotto, and today we are joined by a very special guest. Uh, he is now a shortstop prospect for the Atlanta Braves, drafted in the 20th round this season in 2022, and now he's playing in single-A Augusta. He's a Bay Area product, graduate of Sacred Heart Cathedral High School in San Francisco, and uh, actually was drafted out of UC Berkeley. It is Keyshawn Ogins. Keyshawn joins the show. How you doing? What's going on? Welcome. Pretty good. Nothing much. You know, just enjoying the moment each and every day. Can't complain. But yeah. Yeah, nothing much. That that's an understatement. You're currently a few weeks into your professional baseball journey. Give us kind of a little insight on what it's been like thus far playing in the uh, the Atlanta Braves organization. Yeah, so uh, I flew out to I flew out to Florida right after I got drafted. Um, I had a week to like pack up all my stuff and move out of my old house in uh, Berkeley. But you know, it's been fun. I flew out to Florida, trained out there for a couple of weeks, uh, two to three weeks, and. Um, I played a couple of uh, rookie ball games there and um, training out there has been fun. It's been a grind. It's been uh, nothing but enjoyable. And then uh, just recently I got called up. Uh, we were on the road. So uh, we flew out to Washington, D.C. and um, went out to play the Fredericksburg Nationals uh, out in uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia. So we've been I've been on the road uh, uh, nonstop yet yet to see uh our home at, at least but um but yeah it's been it's been fun I, I've, I've been enjoying it for the most part so far and uh, I'm just grateful grateful for the opportunity and yeah I'm excited so do you feel like you're seeing a little bit of the country you know you're in Florida then you're in uh you know Fredericksburg or wherever you're at and now you're going to Augusta. Do you feel like you're kind of, you know, opening, getting your eyes open to some of the uh, the rest of the country there on the East Coast? Yeah, definitely. It's definitely in a, a different vibe, different environment than California. Um, <laughs> than what I'm used to, obviously, being uh, being around San Francisco, you don't really see this, uh, the type of things I'm around, especially right now in California. But yeah, but I mean, nothing, nothing to complain about. I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's, it's obviously different, but like I said, it's been, it's been fun. So. And I know for the most part, many of your teammates are kind of around the same age, but I'm sure the backgrounds are probably a bit different. Um, you may have, you know, a teammate from Texas or maybe someone from the Dominican Republic, mm. someone from another country, someone from maybe California, your neck of the woods. What's it like kind of mingling with some of those, those new teammates and getting to know them? No, it's been it's been fun. Um, that's a that's kind of the you know the joy of baseball, just getting to you know to know uh, different people from all types of backgrounds. Um, you know, like you said, me being from California. Uh, I think there's a there's another one on Augusta who's from California. I think uh, from the SoCal area. So, but everyone's all around. It's been it's been cool to. You know, kind of get to know those guys and see where they came from, and like you said, uh, the Latin American type of uh, group of baseball players. It's it's been fun to, uh, you know, to mingle around with those guys and to communicate with them because, 
you know, it's, it's in me. I, I don't know a lot of Spanish. My Spanish isn't really good. Um, but, you know, being around them, you know, they're, they're trying to uh, teach you and it's, it's been fun. Those guys are, those guys are one of a kind. I've, I've been enjoying uh, being around them, but yeah, the backgrounds, uh, the different backgrounds of, you know, you know, being outside of California, it's been, it's been enjoyable. It's been, it's been good to learn and uh, having a blast playing with these guys. So. So I'm sure you know some of maybe the greetings in Spanish, like hola, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And yeah. So, I mean, has the communication been like a little off or has that been like manageable? Um, so I got I got some guys on uh I got some guys that who can translate for me. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> so it's it it's 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 like it's like difficult at times, but it's obviously like, you know, here here and there it's like, but for the most part I can I'll 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 greet them like Buenos dias, like que lo que, um, what's up? So, um, you know, it's 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 basic communication. It's nothing too, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm definitely gonna have to learn uh, some more Spanish in order to, you know, advance my communications with them. But it's been fun. It's it's been good. So. Yeah, there you go. And I know a lot of players are really eager to get started, kind of with their professional career once they get drafted. Um, but it, it's still kind of, you know, I'd imagine like a, a vulnerable situation, you know, some guys maybe get homesick. We hear of some guys maybe having doubts after some struggles, whatever, uh, were you feeling mentally and, and I guess physically ready to play professional baseball by the time you got drafted? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, for me, it's, it's obviously a big step from, you know, going from high school then to college and then obviously being, uh, picked up in the draft, uh, but you know, the mentality stays the same, you know, you know, you kind of have to believe in yourself and, you know, believe in all the work you put in and, you know, cause you know, that's the whole goal. Um, for me, it was all about, you know, getting drafted and, you know, now that I got drafted, you know, the mentality doesn't change, you know, you still got to work hard. You got to work, you know, twice as harder as the person next to you in order to, you know, be where you want to be. And, um, you know, it's it's been a, it's been a grind, like I said, but uh, like I said, the mentality doesn't change. It's it's always been the same work hard, um, you know, and believe in your your abilities because um, that's what's gotten me here. That's what's gotten everybody else in the league uh, there. And, you know, just keep going. You know, failures are part of the game. And if I had to if I had to tell, you know, my younger self, uh that I probably would have been like, no, you're crazy. But um, yeah, no, it's a part of the game. That's where you learn. Uh, that's where you learn most of um, most of it is from failing and uh, you know gaining gaining the success that you want is that it comes from failure. So you know, I've been there. Um, I struggled uh, my first year of high school or it's second year of high school, and then again struggling you know, entering college, it was, it was tough, but, you know, keeping a strong mindset, keeping a strong uh, poise and focus mentality, you know, you can get to where, uh, wherever you want to be, as long as you believe in yourself, believe in your abilities, and, you know, trust the work that you put in. So. Yeah. And you talked about some of the, those struggles, I guess, in college and, and in high school too. What are some of the key differences? Cause I know it's, it's definitely, you know, Augusta and single A with the, the defending 
champion Atlanta Braves. It's a lot different from maybe playing college baseball. What are some of the, the key differences that you've noticed so far in kind of your just short stay? I think you've played like eight games, eight or nine games. What are some of the key differences that you've noticed between college baseball and uh, the minor leagues? Um, so, you know, I mean, college baseball, uh, I know with the minors, at least it's, you know, it's everything's fast paced. Um, you know, everyone's more physical. Uh, the, the guys are a lot bigger. You know, they're older, they're stronger. Um, they run faster. Um, everyone's more smooth in the infield and, you know, the pitcher, the pitching is, you know, better. Um, those are probably the main differences I would say in, uh, in the minors and college ball, you know, me being a college player, it was, it was, it definitely took a lot of adjusting just from being a high schooler, um, you know, being a part of, uh, a college type environment. Um, I didn't know what to expect, but, um, you know, being a part of, uh, the Cal baseball program for three years, it kind of helped me adapt to, you know, what it was going to be like, you know, preparing myself for the minor leagues. And, you know, I just want to thank, you know, Coach Mike New over there, um, Coach Noah Jackson, uh, Sam Wesniak, Chad Heiberger, um, Matt Flemmer, you know, those guys took me in uh, uh, and they helped me out uh, a ton. Uh, Coach Damon Lessler as well. Um, and, you know, they, they helped me prepare uh, for what life was going to be like outside of college baseball. And, um, yeah, I think the biggest difference was, was obviously the, uh, the mental game because, you know, like I said, college baseball failures, you know, it's similar. You're going you're gonna to face a lot of challenges, um, a, lot of, a lot of hardships when you, uh, you know, first get drafted. Um, you know, for me, when I first got there uh, to the minors, it was it was a big change. I already had to change my stance a little bit, change where my hands are, and uh, so it's it's been it's been a, a it's been a, a change of pace. But you know, I'm enjoying it. I'm 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 enjoying learning from these these new guys over here, my new coaches, and you know, uh, helping me every step of the way, and just you know, helping me develop into you know what um what they want me to you know be as a you know professional ball player so you know it's been fun like I said so yeah so the wood bats because I know that's like the big adjustment that a lot of people say was that ever an issue at all or were you kind of used to swinging some wood bats um so obviously in college you know you swing metal but um mm -hmm. you know summer leagues we usually usually swing swing wood but you know, it's obviously an adjustment once you go from uh, metal to wood. So, um, but for me, I played I played this summer as well. I played for the State College Spikes in the MLB Draft League this year. So I was already swinging wood. Um, so it, it wasn't it wasn't too much of an issue. I did I did uh I did go from a 33 to a 33 and a half 34 inch bat. Um, that's probably the only biggest adjustment. So. Like I said, got to get more physical uh, to swing that thing around. But um, no, it's been that's probably the only, that's not no issue at all. So, and you mentioned some of you know I guess everything's faster and maybe there's a ground ball hit to you and you look up and the guy's already like you know a third of the way to first base. Uh, and you mentioned the velocity too that maybe the uh, the velocity on fastballs are are livelier and the off speed are deadlier or whatnot. 
tell me about some of those arms that you've been facing so far. No, they, they've been, they've been solid. Um, you know, you know, it's guys who have been in the league uh, for a couple of years now. It's guys who've been rehabbing, like from the majors, probably triple A, double A, whatever it is. Also been, you know, new draft guys who, you know, picked up, um, you know, in the early rounds who got live arms and, but no, it's been, it's been a lot, um, you know, in college, you, uh, you don't really see, you don't really see 94, 95, 96, 97, like even a hundred, um, usually get 90 and 92 in the Pac-12, but uh, uh, yeah, I would say, I would say the arms, you know, seeing more velocity has been a, a big adjustment for me, but um, and the breaking stuff as well, you know, their breaking balls are, they, uh, they break a lot harder, sharper, and much better than a, a college environment. So, um, no, it's been, that's probably been the biggest thing. The uptake in the fastball, though, that, that's not a problem. You can handle the fastball, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I look and you're hitting 357 with a 902 OPS in your first eight games. Four for five a few nights ago, you hit your first professional homer. I mean, what can you attribute this success to? I know you brought up uh, the great program at Berkeley, uh, but what's kind of been the key so far in the early goings for you? Um, so, like I said, I mean, you know, just trusting, trusting in my work, trusting in all the, you know, work I put in since I've been at Cal and, you know, coming into, um, coming into the Braves organization, just, um, listening to my instructors and to my hitting coaches who's, you know, who's helped me already um, make big adjustments in my swing. Um, and yeah, that, that, that allowed me to, you know, be successful these uh, past couple of games. But, um, you know, like I said, I owe it all to those who've helped me and my coaches here, my, my hitting coach back at uh, home, Noah Jackson. Um, they've, you know, help me acquire the knowledge that I need to be successful when it comes to game time. And, you know, I've just, you know, I've been, like I said, trust the work. Um, and yeah, so. And in terms of preparation, what is kind of your, your normal routine before, before a game? Like what is, what is like, I mean, from the time you get to the ballpark, what are you doing until maybe the time the game starts? Um, I probably, I'm not, I'm not really doing too much. I'm so I, I eat breakfast. Um, and then I'll probably watch some TV, be on my phone for a little bit, check social media. I'm a huge social media guy. So, um, and then from there, I'll probably eat some lunch after that, um, head to the ballpark, uh, get in some early, some early hitting done. And, uh, about that time I'll, you know, I'll on the bus, I'll, you know, listen to my, my playlist, that gets me high before games and, um, that's usually it, but um, and then from there, I we usually take pregame, uh, like play match, do fielding, fielding work, defensive work, whatever it is, and you know things that will just help me prepare for when it comes to game time. So, are you superstitious at all, or like you one of those guys that like puts on the right sock first instead of the left sock? What do you do like very strangely superstitious? Because I know a lot of a lot um, of ball players are. Yeah, no, I, I I would say I'm superstitious. Um, when it comes to accessories, I'm a I'm a I'm a tape guy, uh, so I can't have different colored tape 
um, like, so say I'm wearing an arm sleeve that's black, like we were on the road, so we had gray wrist tape, um, but I can't do gray on my left and then black on my right. So I gotta, I gotta keep, I gotta go gray and then tape over the sleeve or that. And then I gotta, I gotta, I usually put my left sock on then right sock, then left cleat, right cleat. Um, yeah, I, what else do I do? I got a couple, those are two probably the main ones, but I'm definitely a, I'm definitely a tape on left wrist, sleeve on the right. Like that's gotta happen every game. Unless it's really hot, then I'll do double tape. But other than that, those are probably my biggest superstitions. So if, if for whatever reason you were to like mess up on the whole sock thing and you know, you, you accidentally did something wrong with your routine do you feel like that affects you in the game like do you feel like there's something there mentally that would like oh man i'm going over for four today or something like that <laughs> no I, I wouldn't think so but um it definitely it definitely messes me up right before game time like i feel like ah uh, like I, I messed this up but um you know come game time you know it's just it's all about you know being ready to play just um taking it pitch by pitch and you know, just being ready for the moment, like I said. But um, yeah, I don't think I don't think superstitions kill me that much. But uh, it's definitely something I'm aware of. But um, not like I said, um, when it comes to game time, I'll be ready. There you go, ready. Uh, and then, of course, I I mentioned the home run. You, you hit your first professional homer the other day. That had to be a really cool moment for you. Take me through kind of that at bat and in the trip around the bases. Mm -hmm. So that guy came in from the bullpen um and uh you know we had some we had some film on him we had some data on him on the ipads and you know like i said the instructors you know do a pretty a pretty good job on preparing us to on what to see and on uh, how these pitchers you know uh pitch their hitters and um you know he was a he was a he was mainly a cutter guy uh 50 percent um and you know i got up there uh first pitch hacking um, and, you know, it happened to be a cutter up and in and, uh, you know, I'm aggressive. I like to, you know, hit the first pitch as much as I can. If it looks good, I'm a, I'm a swing. Um, but yeah, I got, I got the pitch that I can handle and, you know, thankfully enough, it went over the fence and the rest is that. So. And they put something around your neck in the dugout and then the video <laughs> yeah. cut off. So I didn't get uh -huh. to see the full extent of that. So what what did they put around your neck? Is that some kind of like celebration thing when someone goes yeah. yard? Yeah, so it was a it was a green jacket scarf. So they just uh, I think it was Makai, our first baseman. He uh he put it around my neck and it was kind of like a yeah like the celebratory props that we use in like college and all that. So there you go. So it's it's lively down there with the teammates. Love to see it. Yeah. Um and. and you know, I know you played a lot of shortstop in college and a lot of shortstop in high school as well, and could probably play all over the place. Um, but you've been getting some reps, a lot of reps at second base lately. Uh, how has that kind of transition been? And is that something that the organization has talked to you about maybe playing different positions? So what's it like been being, you know, kind of transitioning to second base and maybe asked to be doing some other things? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, uh, that's definitely been uh, talked upon between me and the organization, uh, me and the coaches, just being able to play more than just shortstop. Uh, but yeah, like, I mean, growing up, my dad, um, uh, he's always, you know, been a big, uh, 
big fan of, you know, being uh, a, a utility player, um, being able to move everywhere on the diamond because, you know, a lot of a lot of players now, like, you know, they get they get more opportunities, you know, if they play more than one position. Um, so, you know, you know, growing up in that type of mentality where, um, you know, being able to play one more than one position was it was pretty big for me. So, you know, growing up, I obviously played shortstop, but uh, being able to move around playing second, playing third, and I even played outfield uh, during my high school days. But, um, you know, that was huge for me. And yeah, so the transition for me wasn't it wasn't really too big. Obviously, in college, I, I mainly played shortstop. I only played shortstop. Um, so it's it's been a while since I've taken, you know, uh, multiple reps at second, at third. Um, but you know, it, it's it's not it's nothing too you know a major difference for me. It's something that I I love the infield. That's been my passion ever since I was a kid. So um, yeah, no, it's it's been a it's been a pretty uh, easy transition if, if for me at least. Um, so it's kind of like second nature to me. So. And I know that, uh, I mean, what if, what if the, uh, the green jackets, you know, were, were just killing another team and they come up to you and they said, Hey, you know, we want to save some of our pitching. We need you to go throw like an inning. I mean, what would be your answer? Uh, I'd probably say, yeah. Um, what do you throw? Probably, yeah, I would, but nothing too crazy. I'm not going to blow my arm out or anything, <laughs> but, uh, would you um, lob it? Like some of the big leaguers do they yeah, lob them? I yeah, I definitely would. Um, last time I pitched was probably my senior year of high school. I didn't pitch a lot. I, it was only two innings in my senior year. Um, last time I pitched a lot was my freshman year of high school. But um, that's when I started focusing on just being a position player. And uh, yeah, but if I got the chance to pitch in a game, coach says, hey, I need you to throw an inning. Would you do it? I, I probably would. So. There you go. And does does the minor league level, at least where you are, do you guys use the robot umpires at all? No, we we I haven't I've yet to seen that. And do you guys have the pitch clock? We do have the pitch clock, yeah. So how's that been? Has it has it up the pace? Because I've heard some uh, from people that it shaves like a half an hour, and the 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 pace of the game's really good, and and position players are into it, and the pitchers are into it. Do you like that pace? Maybe more of the fast pace of baseball. I enjoy it. I definitely, I, I definitely like a faster pace. Um, uh, that's a big thing in college. They, they like to say pace of play. Um, but yeah, um, it definitely helps the games go by faster. Um, there's a lot of, there's a bunch of rules that I never even heard of in college that were introduced to me this year. I, I don't remember a lot of them, but um, it definitely, I definitely, um, from what I've been hearing, it definitely makes the game go by faster. Um, so yeah, it's I definitely like it. It uh, from college, you know, it, it makes the games go by quicker, easier, and go by more smoothly. So I definitely like it a lot. And the upside to that is that you don't have a reliever coming in in like the seventh inning, and you know he loads the bases and he's taking his sweet time in between pitches. Yeah. And you got to wait, mm -hmm. and like every pitch seems like an eternity. It's crazy, but yeah. so I'm a big fan of the pitch clock myself. So I hope that comes mm -hmm. in. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of people would be a fan of it. Uh, let's get back to kind of your, your earlier days growing up. I know you had six other siblings. Is that right? I mean, that's a pretty big mm -hmm. family. Tell me a little bit mm -hmm. about growing up with six other siblings. Goodness. Yeah. So yeah, I have a, they're all half siblings. Um, 
three on my mom's side, three on my dad's side. Um, yeah, growing up with them was, you know, it was solid. It was, you know, the, it's a, they're part of my huge support system, as I would like to say. Um, they've always been there for me. And, um, you know, no matter what, you know, goes down in my life, you know, they're, they're always going to have my back. Um, uh, growing up with them was, you know, it was fun. I, they, you know, they taught me everything I need to know. You know the oldest, you know, the closest uh, to me is nine years apart. And that's, uh, Jer- that's Jeremy. Um, but yeah, they, they taught me a lot of life lessons, you know, um, you know, what being a, an adult is like, and, you know, without them, I probably wouldn't be here, um, you know, doing what I do, you know, as an individual and as an adult. So I owe it a lot to them. Um, you know, they're a part of my life. They're, they're always going to be there for me. And, you know, same with, same with me. I always got their back and, you know, I'm, I'm appreciative and grateful for them as always. And most kids, especially in the Bay area that I've noticed most, most great athletes play multiple sports and I'm sure you've played multiple sports growing up, but what was it about baseball that kind of, you know, I guess got your attention to the point where you said, you know, I could really take this pretty far. So what, what separated baseball from the rest? Um, I never really, I never really like grew up. I grew up playing sports, but I mean, I really stuck with baseball as a young kid. Um, I never played football when I was young. I only played football for a year and that was my sophomore year in high school. Never played basketball in like specific leagues. Um, but yeah, I was, I was mainly a, like, I was only mainly a baseball guy. Um, I mean, I picked up hobbies. Like I would, I'd shoot the ball around. I'd play bowling here and there. Um, never picked up soccer, but. Uh, too much running. Yes. Yeah, too much running for me, but. <laughs> Um, baseball was just something I've been around, you know, since I was a kid, my dad played, um, and, you know, I just enjoyed it. I love getting dirty. I love, you know, having a glove in my hand, swinging a bat around, like, uh, my parents probably have all the pictures, probably my sisters too, but they probably all have me swinging the bat as a kid and just enjoying it. Um, but yeah, ever since then, I just stuck with that and you know I enjoyed it every single bit of it um and that's what I stuck with and ever since so yeah is it was there ever a player that you kind of looked up to growing up like a a favorite player that you had and a favorite team who were who were some of those guys um so obviously you know being from the Bay Area uh I was a San Francisco fan um sports all around so Niners, Warriors, Giants, those have been my teams. Um, But uh, I would definitely say growing up, um, Derek Jeter for sure, Um, an all-time great of a shortstop. Uh, Jimmy Rollins, um, he was definitely one of my top favorites as well to look up to and watch. Just the way they played the game uh, with the passion, with the heart that they have, playing hard every day. them them too for sure uh but growing up in this era probably Brandon Crawford um he was definitely one I inspired to be like especially on the defensive side he's he's ridiculous he's unreal um I just enjoy watching clips of him uh play defense every day just the drills that he's he, he does and the plays that he makes in game it's it's just it's cool to watch I I love I love watching 
him, especially for him being a local guy as well. He's from Mountain View. Um, mm -hmm. He's not too far from me. So, um, but also uh, another guy's probably for at least me hitting wise, um, Mookie Betts. Um, you know, he's he's not he's not uh, a huge guy. He's five nine, probably a buck eighty. Um, and for me, like me being like five nine as well, um, there's not a lot of guys in the big leagues who or that size, unless you're the Altuve or like I said, Mookie or, uh, or Door from the Orioles. Um, uh, but yeah, um, just seeing how Mookie plays the game, um, seeing how he brings the energy each and every single day, every game, um, it's a pleasure to watch. You know, those four guys, I think growing up watching them four was, has definitely uh, been my biggest uh, role models when it comes to the game of baseball and Mookie likes the fastballs too there I don't Mookie. think there's anybody in baseball that, that you know pulls his hands in so quick on an inside fastball and turns on it than, than Mookie Betts and mm -hmm. um, I think I asked the last person I had I had Solomon Bates on who's a, who's a professional pitcher in his own right and his favorite player is Derek Jeter too so we have back-to-back mm -hmm. episodes of guys that like Derek Jeter have you mm -hmm. seen I know you've been a busy guy of course have you seen any of that ESPN documentary about I Derek have. Jeter I have it's been fun to watch just seeing him grow up and being in that type of environment and just seeing how you know he his his development throughout the game it's it's been it's been fun to watch i'm i'm enjoying it and he's got just like amazing insight about like winning like he he did yeah. not take the field to do anything else besides mm -hmm. winning so that's exactly. something really cool that i noticed from from derek jeter while watching that too uh and i know you mentioned your dad uh your dad had a uh, massive impact on your career i'd imagine what is kind of your relationship with him and and what does he mean to you from a baseball level I mean, he means everything. Um, you know, without him, I probably wouldn't be here. Um, you know, he's helped me from a coaching standpoint and just being a father figure to me. Um, just being, a, you know, always being there. And, um, you know, he means the world to me. Same with my mom. Um, uh, they both, you know, um, have helped me get to this point um, just any way that they could, um, you know, and, you know, without them, like, like I said, I wouldn't be in this position that I'm in. And I'm more than grateful for them, more than appreciative for them. And, you know, for them just to make the sacrifices that they've made, um, you know, it's obviously something I'm forever grateful for. And, um, you know, just taking me to my Little League games, taking me onto the road with, a, a, you know, travel, travel ball back in the day. And, uh, you know, making the financial sacrifices for me to uh, go, you know, to college and, um, you know, to take the opportunity for me um, to play the game that I love. And um, obviously I do what I do for them. Um, I do what I do for the rest of my family, you know, those who've also been there for me since day one. So, um, like I said, I owe it all to them. Um, my dad's been a huge coaching mentor. Uh, and, you know, we've been, we've been through it all. We've been, you know, the ups and downs of practice, you know, just him definitely trying to, you know, get, get me to learn the game of baseball. It's been, it's been, it's been fun. Um, no, I've enjoyed every single second of it. And, you know, without family, 
you know, I wouldn't be here. So that's my biggest thing. I, I'm grateful for my family. I'm forever thankful for them and everything they've done for me. And yeah. Is it safe to, sorry, the car alarm's going off every five seconds. Okay. There's construction here next door and just, all good. they're all over the place. Is it safe to say that like, you know, if you ever hit a brick wall and knock on wood, he's the guy you're calling. Your dad's the guy that you're calling with all the problems. Yeah, no, definitely. It's, it's either him, my mom, or any, any of my siblings. So, um, or any, anybody in my family, honestly, they, you know, my, my dad's very big on, you know, you give, give a call to anybody, reach out to this person, reach out to whoever. Um, and I, I definitely believe in that. They, you know, whoever I call, they're always there. And, um, you know, they're, they're always there to, you know, talk to me with whatever problems I'm going through, or if I ever need anything, they're always there to, you know, pick me up. And so, yeah, so, yeah, definitely. So I know there's a few guys that are kind of going through the same thing that you're going through right, uh, right now with getting your feet wet in pro baseball. Um, some of your Berkeley guys also got drafted. So I want you to hype them up a little bit. Uh, so go, go ahead and give them a shout out. Where are they at? Yeah, so um, Dylan Beavers, um, he's with the he's with the Baltimore Orioles. Um, love that guy, man. He's you know he's one he's one hell of a player. He's you know he grinds hard every day. Um, you know he's a special he's a special talent. You know you don't get a you don't get a lot of players like him. Uh, uh, and you know he's he's definitely one uh, one guy who I'll remember. Uh, playing with you know for him first of all being a first rounder that's that's one like hell of an accomplishment for him and um yeah no it was definitely enjoyable playing with him and martarella our first baseman he's with the padres um you know same thing with him you know uh a ton of power uh, you know seeing him swing the bat each and every day was something enjoyable to watch um it was it was ridiculous the type of run he went on you know hitting I think it was six home runs in seven games I don't know what it was but um, seeing him grind each and every day in the cages and uh, putting in all the work he's he's done over the three year span same with me and bees it was it was fun to watch um, and uh, uh, Zoback you know he's one of a kind. Um, you know him to see him grow as a freshman too, and same thing with Josh and Joseph King, uh, Josh White. Um, he's with the Marlins. Joseph King is with the Cardinals, and Zobacks with the Royals. Uh, those three guys, just you know, seeing them compete on the mound, seeing them pitch with heart, pitch pitch with passion. Um, you know, those were our three horses. Um, you know, they they went out and pitched with everything they had that day, and you know, with Without them, you know, it was like, all right, like, see who who we got today. Um, but, you know, th those guys definitely led us in the right direction. And, um, you know, uh, they work hard. I see them in the weight room 24-7, uh, just grinding, doing everything they can to get better. And, uh, you know, I'm appreciative of those guys. And they definitely, um, those five guys in general, uh, definitely made a huge impact on my Cal experience. Did they kick you out of any of like the group chats, the Berkeley baseball group chats? Or are you still involved uh, in them? Yeah, no, nothing like that. I'm still involved. We uh, we're we're all pretty tight. That team was very close, um, and I'm definitely grateful for those guys. And 
you know, each and every year going from my freshman year to my sophomore year, junior year. Yeah, we're, we're uh, especially this past year, I think this past year we were pretty tight. Um, it was, it was definitely enjoy. It was a good group of guys, a good squad to have around and, you know, just enjoy. I just enjoyed every single minute of it. And, you know, I'm gonna miss those guys. So, yeah. So we'll end it here on the, uh, on the draft 20th round. Um, that's the final round of this year's draft. Did you know that you were going to get selected or did, did you like find out beforehand? Were teams talking to you? Tell me about that process of finding out that you had gotten drafted. So, yeah, I mean, uh, me and my hitting coach were talking a lot, um, me and Noah Jackson. Um, yeah, uh, he, he just kept me in the loop because I, I don't have an advisor or anything. I don't have an agent. Um, so uh, me and him kept in touch a lot on to see which teams. There was a, there was, there was a good amount of teams who were interested in me. Um, and then obviously come draft day, you know, it starts to change. Everything starts to unfold when, you know, this player is picked and all right, we don't need, you know, say Ogins or anymore or like, so it, uh, you know, it was definitely, uh, it was definitely all over the place um, when it came to the teams, but uh, the area scout for Atlanta Braves, Al, Al Skorpka, um, he, me and him kept in touch a lot throughout, uh, throughout the draft process. He called me after day two and was saying to expect something uh, day three. So uh, I, had a, I, had a, I had a good feeling. Obviously not, uh, wasn't like 100% I would get drafted. Um, but yeah, no, uh, me, and, me and Al, uh, we, we, we chatted like two, three times throughout day three and just saying, hey, stay ready, you know, be ready. You might go here. Um, and same thing with Noah. Uh, he he kept me in the loop with uh, the draft and stuff. So yeah, uh, I, I mean, I definitely was confident. Uh, not not too confident, but um, I definitely had a a good feeling that I would get picked. But but yeah. And what was the reaction from all the family and friends? I know you got an outpour of just awesome support. Who were who were some of the the, the main people that you heard from? I know some of your boys reached out. Let's hear yeah. about the reaction from from you getting picked. Yeah, so uh, definitely. So who, who uh, the people that were there, pretty much my friends, um, a lot of my family had worked that day, um, but they obviously were following along. And once I got picked, everyone erupted, um, especially in the house. Uh, we all went crazy. And then my phone blew up all from my family, my friends. And they're just, yeah, like you said, pouring it on with just endless support and love. And um, I'm appreciative to everyone who reached out that day and uh no, it was fun it was a it was definitely a feeling I'll never forget it kind of felt surreal it felt like I was in a dream for three days um just texting everyone back it was it was kind of crazy it, I just I I couldn't do it all in one sitting it was it was kind of it was that much but um it was fun it, it was definitely a, a day to remember um a week to remember for sure and then uh you know, it was like stepping off the plane into Florida. It was kind of like, all right, I'm here. Um, so got to snap back into reality. But, you know, it was definitely, definitely fun. Like I said, I want to just thank the Braves taking the opportunity of drafting me and giving me this opportunity. So and thank, thankful for you know, everyone who's been a uh, part of my journey since day one to all my coaches, my family, 
friends, teammates, you know, everybody who's made it possible. So, yeah, it's been fun. And we got we to gotta give a very special shout out here before we sign off to our guy, Chris Rodriguez. Got to give him a shout out, right? Yeah, definitely. Shout out to Chris, man. That's that's the boy. Um, you know, we've been we've been uh, we've been close since I want to say I think when I was I think I was 12, 13. I want to say when I was 13, he was probably 12. He, I know he's younger than me, but um, yeah, we've been close. We, we grew up playing uh, in Pacifica together for that travel team, Pacifica Chaos. And then I know he went over to my high school. Um, and uh, at Sacred Heart and yeah we've been close ever since and you know that's the that's the boy yeah and I, I asked him I saw that you got drafted I was like man you gotta give me Keyshawn so yeah. he uh he reached out and he's the one that made this happen so shout out Chris I yeah. gotta get you on at some point uh anyways Keyshawn thank you for coming on man this is a lot of fun and uh it was it was a really fun conversation and uh best of luck to you uh on the way to uh the big leagues so appreciate yeah. it no, appreciate you. Thank you for having me. And of course, uh, everybody can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram, all that fun stuff at RizzoCast. Subscribe, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, wherever you find your podcasts. And uh, yeah, more, more content coming up. And uh, we'll see you next time.